0: I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and this is Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today's subject is relating to news that I really am not particularly thrilled to talk about. But it is news, and my job is to deliver news and give my thoughts on it, so here we go. Well, it involves a player that I do care about, even though lately things have not been going well for him. As a matter of fact, things have not been going well for the club whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, my boy, Paul Pogba, picked up a thigh injury during international training for the French national team as there are two World Cup qualifier matches coming up this uh this Saturday and next week. And my ball Paul Pogba is set to miss a minimum of eight to ten weeks. Oh you know, when I got the news, you know, gold.com released the news. So when the first source I saw was from gold.com, I was like, Yep, it's confirmed. And if gold.com confirms it confirms it, then there's really no more hoping. What's done is done. It's no longer a rumor. It's no longer a report. It's practically no longer bullshit. It is reality. It's official. You know, the international break, man. It's it kills me. You know, from the guys from the S C E N network, my boys Zach Westrick and Joy and Joe Maver. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I accidentally call you Joy, brother. Didn't mean to do that, brother. Uh, but my boys Zach and Joe. You know, talk about it on their show, uh, the Sen Network or the S S E E N Network, Blue on Blue, but to be more precise, you know, they both express their uh, their disgust and their hatred for the international break, and and you know, there's just really no disagreeing with those gentlemen. I mean, those gentlemen, much like my other boys, Steve Adams and Rod Angelus, Zach and Joe, know soccer very well. I mean, I would always say, if there was one huge network and there's me, Joe, Zach, Rod, and Steve, well, we'd, we'd, be, we'd be the best soccer-talking group in the whole entire world. And that is no exaggeration, folks. Believe me. So anyway, once again, I really want to apologize to Joe for calling him Joy. Joe, I promise you, I did not, I did not mean for that to happen, brother. But anyway... So the whole Paul Pugba thingy, I mean, it, it really does upset me. Look, you know, the World Cup qualifiers, I get it, they have to happen. And, you know, of course, when it comes to international duty, the star players have to be there for their country as well. You know, and on the latest episode with uh, Joe and, uh, Z- and Zach on the SCEN network, you know, the fact that the next World Cup is actually not going to be in the summer, it's going to be in the fall, or oh, in the winter, actually, in, in uh, t- of 2022, it, it takes place in Qatar, you know, the fa- there's one thing about that that they reminded me of is that you know this is gonna be this is gonna be this tournament takes place you know during the domestic uh, season you know how's that gonna factor and FIFA has not even released a, released a statement on how they plan on dealing with that I mean this is gonna be massive chaos from what I feel like my gut feeling is if there's no proper solution how to deal with all this, this this is gonna lead to massive chaos the clubs are not gonna be happy believe me. The clubs, you know, with all the players, you know, like Liverpool, Chelsea, you know, every single major club and all their players, all their best players, you know, represented their countries respectively in the World Cup. I'm you, this is going to be massive chaos. Oh, boy. You know, me loving the World Cup, you know, loving soccer, I mean, you know, this whole pandemic just... God damn it. I just wish this whole pandemic never would have happened. I just wish that if there's one thing, you know... If this whole pandemic had never happened, this wouldn't be happening. I mean, this whole thing is frustrating. It's frustrating for all of us. And and quite frankly, I just wish this goddamn pandemic would end once and for all. Because I've really had it with all the bullshit and the drama. But anyway, so as far as the French national team goes, the absence of Pogba is se- is certainly tough. Although I have to admit, Pogba has not been doing well at Old Trafford lately. Although we always say Paul Pogba does better in international duty than he does for a domestic play. But in this particular case, since he has not been doing well at all with Manchester United, I wasn't too sure if things would be going well with international duty. You know, As far as Pogba goes, um, in the Nations League final against Spain, there's actually a story about um, Paul Pogba and Benjamin Pavard getting into a heated argument during the game uh, this was in a particular game because Benjamin Pavard was actually deployed as a midfielder, not as a as a defender. But in Benjamin Pavard's case, he has not been doing well for Bayern Munich. And I, there was actually a story not long ago where he claimed he'd be better than several players. And, you know, Pavard has not been doing good. But, you know, based on that story, it seems like his attitude has now gotten a problem. So, I mean, look, as far as Pavard goes, we always like to think of the... Uh, of the volley kick he did against Argentina in the round of 16 of the World Cup in Russia three years ago, but right now with things been going on, it's like his what's been going on, lately is really beginning to is really beginning to uh, take over that particular moment. But so with, uh, uh, so with Pogba you know, sent back to uh, I, I imagine that he's already been sent back to uh, Manchester. France uh, called up uh, Jordan Vertu, the midfielder who plays for uh, for Roma. So uh, you know, guys hurt. You gotta bring up. You gotta bring up the next guy. And before I go too uh, deeper into Pogba, you know, the World Cup, the the, the French squad that's just recently been called up. I swear to God, the inju- the injuries are just killing me. I mean, Usman Dembélé can't. You know, gets comes back, finally comes back, plays, and then you know, and then just immediately gets hurt with Barcelona. I'm just like, Usman Dembélé. I swear to God, that guy needs out of Barcelona. I mean, he, rumor has it that Newcastle is going after him. Personally, I would not mind it. I, I just want him out of Barcelona. I want him out of Barcelona. And the same thing with Samuel Umtiti. But as far as uh, France goes, and I'm going to wrap this up uh, before we get to the official uh, about Pogba's future in particular... France should be fine I mean France has to play a home game against Kazakhstan and all they gotta do is win that game and then, then they top their group and they, quali- they secure qualification before finishing it out on the road against Finland but you know the French squad right now for the most part I'm not too I'm not satisfied with the selections but you know I, I spoke about that in the last episode with Steven Rod you know I feel like Fernand Mendy should have been selected and, and Thomas Lomar, Lomar but uh, Thomas Lomar is still injured and Thomas Lomar I'm really hoping he can stay healthy because he's actually a very good player for Atletico Madrid and he deserves to be on the French team as well. He deserves the chance to represent his national team and and the whole thing with Olivier Giroud, unfortunately like like Steve said, unfortunately Giroud's time at the French national team is is about over. And it's a shame too because Giroud was close to breaking Thierry Henry's record for the uh, for, for most uh, for being France's all-time leading scorer. And now it kind of looks like Karim Benzema because the way Karim Benzema has been playing for France. It kind of looks like Benzema might actually break that record. But in my case, look, I love Giroud, I love Benzema, you know. And regardless, Giroud deserves nothing but respect and praise for all he's done for his national team. I mean, in other words, in France, Giroud is a national hero, and he deserves to be recognized as a, as a national hero. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Now, not to Paul Pogba. You know, what's interesting is he's set to be a free agent next summer in 2022, and he has reportedly, repeatedly refused to sign a new deal with Manchester United. Now, for at least since 2019, there's been rumor and report and rumor after report about him possibly leaving Old Trafford. For a while, I thought that he would go to Real Madrid back when Zinedine Zidane was still managing the team, but... I mean, he could possibly still go to Real Madrid, but I doubt that he will. Well, unless uh, Tony... You know, Tony Cruz is actually... The Real Madrid uh, German midfielder who plays for Real Madrid. Tony Cruz, he's actually rumored to be wanted by Newcastle. So I figure if he does go to Newcastle, then Paul Pogba could actually end up at Real Madrid. It would actually be huge if Paul Pogba played for Carlo Ancelotti. I mean, not only that, but Paul Pogba... Playing alongside the French youngster, uh, Eduardo Camavinga, that's actually, that would be actually huge because Eduardo Camavinga has the potential of being the future of the French national team, the next midfielding superstar for the French national team. I mean, Camavinga has just a hell of a future ahead of him. I mean, the dude's only 18 years old. So, anyway. So, in Papa's case, I think it's safe to say he will not play for Manchester United for the rest of the year. You know, it's two months, and you know, with a thigh injury, yeah, in his case, and you know, because he's struggled with injuries before, he's definitely not going to play for the rest of the year. I doubt that he's going to sign a new deal with Old Trafford uh, to stay at Old Trafford. <laughs> I should say, I, I should say, I doubt he's going to sign a new deal with Manchester United. So I think he's on his way out. A few months ago, it was rumored that Paris Saint-Germain was after him. So I wouldn't be surprised that once he hits the free agent, the free agency market, I wouldn't be surprised if the likes of Juventus. Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain, Barcelona. I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 if although four of those clubs would do whatever it takes to sign the guy. I don't think Barcelona. I think Barcelona would have the least chance out of all of them because of the financial issues that's uh, that's haunting the club right now. So I, I think that, now that I look at it, I, I think Barcelona should be immediately ruled out. I mean Bar- Barcelona. In my honest opinion, I'm not sure if they have the. Uh, the money to make huge per, to make a huge trans to make a huge signing I should say in that case not a transfer or a signing so that leaves uh Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain and Juventus a return to Juventus I would I, imagine it would do some good for Paul Pogba because you know he needs a fresh start he'll be 29 he'll be 29 years old when he hits the uh the free agent market but I I think Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid are, are the top or the top two clubs to look at as far as another another Premier League team going after Pogba, I mean, if Newcastle United went after the dude, I mean, that'd be interesting. But I really don't think that he's actually going to stay in England. I, I think once his contract expires, he, he's either headed to Spain or he's headed to his to his home nation of France. So, in my case, you know, the whole all, all the shit that's going on right now with Manchester United because Manchester United right now is horrible, like absolutely horrible. I mean to quote somebody that I know very well, the way that they've been playing lately is repulsive, repugnant, disgraceful. <laughs> those those three words really you know describe how Manchester United has been lately. I mean, it's absolutely been shit. I mean, the defense is just defense, you know, the very little defensive problems. The way they lost to Manchester City is just completely and utter embarrassment, and again those three words: repulsive, repugnant, and disgraceful. And just to add insult to injury, fraudulent play, fraud, fraud, fraud. And I'm unhappy. I mean, yeah, as a sports writer, you know, there's the objective mind, but you know, when there's still the the, the lifelong love for Manchester United. Because I, I was I was a Manchester United as a fan as a kid and as a teenager and. Before I became a full fledged uh, journalist, obviously you know that kind of changed because you know this is the objective of mine. But Manchester United is, is still my team at heart, and I have to be honest, I don't like having to bury them. But the fact is, they deserve it based on how horrible they were against Manchester City. They deserve it. How horrible they were against Liverpool. <laughs> the Red Devils deserve to be buried for God's sake. I mean, hey, it's 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 earned. It's deserved. What do you want? What do you want me to say? And as far as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer goes. I hate having to criticize him, but it's deserved. Ma- Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has lost complete control. The players do not trust him. So now there's no leadership. There's no passion. There's no aggression. You know, just, just like, you know, quoting that uh, that Chelsea fan from a few years ago uh, who was uh, obviously angry. But there's nothing going on. There's nothing going right for Manchester United. They have to get rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But now they won't. I mean... The road ahead is brutal. They're playing Arsenal at home. They have a game against Chelsea. Stuff, you know, Champions League play. You know, what's it going to take for the Glazers to just make the goddamn right decision? I mean, for God's sake. You know, and, and right now, I've spoken about this with my friend Josh McSwain. And Rod uh, Rod actually talked about this in the last episode. Uh, the manager of Ajax is certainly a great pick. and It's certainly a great pick now that Conte, Antonio Conte went to Tottenham. But I think for now, we fire Solskjaer, but we stick to the caretaker of Manchester United. That's actually the best thing to do. So, anyway. Uh, so back to Paul Pogba. And I, I, I keep getting uh, exactly with all this shit going on at Manchester United. You know, like I said, you know, it's confirmed that Paul Pogba's out for a minimum of eight weeks. You know, eight to ten weeks minimum. You know, and. I would say at this point, yeah, there's no way he's staying at Old Trafford. You know, sources would actually strongly insist that Manchester United at this point has truly accepted that they're they're going to lose Paul Pogba, you know, and the hard part is is that it's going to be on a, on a free transfer, and that's going to take place next summer. It's been reported by numerous sources, especially ESPN FC's Mark Ogden the 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 midfielder was offered a new contract uh, an extension but he refused to sign, like I'm sure that Paul Pogba has been talking to his agent, and I I, I, I right now I'm asking is it his agent who refused or is it Pogba I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if it was Pogba himself who refused the contract but then again let's be honest I'm sure his manager his agent would have you know if Pogba wanted to sign a new deal I'm sure his agent would have talked him out of it, but. But at this point, you know the the athletic has a story right here, you know, and, and, and they say that he could be out until next year. I mean, I, I say at this point. At this point, I say no, he's definitely out for next year. And a, a source, you know, last month on October 27th, according to ESPN, you know, Manchester United apparently is prepared for for the departure of Paul Pogba. So. And you know, uh, Manchester, you know, Manchester, uh, eveningnews.com uk actually said that his refusal to uh, sign a contract is quote the nail in the coffin. You know, and, and Papa, really at this point he's really shown that he's he's not happy at Old Trafford. I mean, he, I would say he's been unhappy, but he's just swallow his pride and try to be there for his teammates. So, but uh yeah. There, there's no way he's, he there's no way he he's going to stay. I mean, at this point, you know, the nail the nail hit the coffin a long time ago. He's just gonna finish out the contract, but I think at this point he won't play. He won't ever play for Manchester United ever again, with the injury and everything. You know, at, at this point, I would, I would honestly say that Paul Pogba, if he's not in the World Cup squad for France next summer, I mean that that's gonna be huge. But you know, right now I'm actually right now I'm predicting. I, I I well I'm gonna say uh I'll be surprised if he does actually is on the squad. But you know the relationship with France is always out there, so maybe I'm just overreacting to this whole thing. But France needs Paul Pogba to be healthy and in top form. So and you know and like I said, I mentioned the next World Cup. You know, is it this is in the is in the winter and you know domestic uh, the, the the domestic leagues are playing. So it's the whole situation is a goddamn mess. And I don't I don't know and you know and FIFA hasn't. Set, hasn't set out anything uh, addressing the issues, and you know, like I said, my boys Joe and Zach—I mean, they're they're pretty concerned about it. I can honestly say that they're annoyingly concerned, and rightfully so. I mean, I, I'm with them on that. So, so going back, you know, uh, Paul Pogba—I I think his his second tenure with the Red Devils is finished. But I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say something like this: I believe that this injury. Could in fact be a blessing in disguise. And I say that because, like I said, he has refused he refused to sign an extension with Manchester United. Manchester United has been horrible. But let's keep in mind he's been terrible too. It's not just, you know, it's not like Manchester United is terrible and and he's the only player and he's the player playing good. No. Everybody's struggling. It's a team effort. Even Ronaldo's not playing his best. But then again, Ronaldo does does not play defense. So the whole Manchester United team is god off is god awful. I mean, repulsive, repugnant, and disgraceful. I hate saying that, but that's the truth, guys. You know r- right now, I don't I don't think that Manchester United is actually gonna qualify for the Champions League nor the Europa League. I mean, I hate having to say that, but I'm just telling you the truth. Based on how shitty the team is right now, based on terrible how terrible they are, how could I expect them to actually have a good finish? I mean, I don't even get my hopes up. I mean, it's useless to get your hopes up with this team at this point. I mean, I'm trying to be as positive as I can, but at the same time, I got to be realistic. I got to be legitimately realistic. I got to tell you the truth. The the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me god. So, yeah. It's over with Manchester United, but uh, you know, and and I think Paul Pogba's situation, you know, in his in his case, I wouldn't actually be surprised. You know, the whole situation with Kylian Mbappé and, and PSG I wouldn't be surprised if for months that Paul Pogba's agent has been talking to other teams. And, you know, I tell you what, ima- this is actually possible. It's very possible that Paul Pogba's agent has already agreed in principle with a deal with another team. We just don't know who yet. Maybe Paul Pogba, he, he as well has agreed, but he has not said anything about it yet because they're just waiting for the right time to make the announcement. Although, uh, that's very possible. But, but in, in Paul Pogba's case... I feel like he's gonna hit the free. He's gonna hit the transfer. The 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 free agent market. He's gonna listen to several offers on the table. I think within five to five to ten days of him officially being a free agent, he's gonna sign a new contract with with a new team. And again, I'm gonna rule out Barcelona because again, Barcelona. I really doubt that they have the money to sign Paul Pogba. And even though Paul Pogba'll be 29 years old, I'm sure. Sh- he'll still have several many good years ahead of him provided he can stay healthy and even even if he misses the World Cup next year France could still use him in the future again I mean you know know, know, because Paul Pogba is going to have a fresh start so he's going to have to start you know get that fresh start you know stay healthy get his mojo back and just go back to being you know the Paul Pogba that we we, we, know the very good one who can dribble the ball well who can make passes help create scoring chances you know we can only hope because Paul Pogba, I've defended the guy. He's been one of my favorite players, you know, ever since. Uh, he's been one of my favorite players probably since 2013. I would say, I mean, his days at Juventus, you know, watching him as a 20 year old playing at Juventus, I mean, you know, from the age of 20 to 21 playing at Juventus, just absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, what I'm saying is, you know, a lot, Paul Pogba. Is one of, is actually one of my favorite players. I I admire him. I've defended him, you know, against all the the racist people saying horrible nasty things to him. But if I, you know, in his case, you know, I, I feel like the injury, while it's not right to say it, right to call it that, but the injury could very well be a blessing in disguise because you know, with how horrible Manchester United is, he's hurt. He can heal from this injury, get back into top form. And then get exactly what he needs above anything. That's a fresh start. And hopefully, I, I, I think it's going to be with Real Madrid. I, I would personally love that. But the, the problem is, the midfield position at Real Madrid is crowded now. So assuming that Tony Cruz leaves to go to Newcastle United, um, and uh, I'm not sure, as far as Luca Modric goes, uh, I'm going to take a look at his contract right now. Well, his current contract actually expires next summer too. <clears throat> you well, know, Luka Modric is 30, thirty-six years old, so you know he, he's really starting to enter the final phase of his career. He signed a one-year extension actually uh, th- this past summer, so yeah, he'll be a, he'll uh, be a, his contract will end next summer, and part of me, part of me believes that he that Real Madrid probably won't bring him back. Like, so imagine so. Just, so just imagine, like Tony Cruz leaves, and then you know Luka Modric uh, leaves uh, as well. You know they they have to fill up these uh, spots, and you know bringing Paul Pogba would actually be huge. So I'm trying to look at that Tony Cruz's contract. <laughs> well, it says here, according to Bleacher Report, Real Madrid. Uh, Tony Cruz actually said that he does not plan to play deep into his thirties. Okay, and it says here that he's nearing retirement when his contract expires in two thousand twenty-three. Okay. Uh. So we'll see, but, but I, but I'm not, but I'm not kidding you. It re- there really has been a uh, talk about Tony Cruz going to uh, Newcastle, but. But now that I see him uh, planning, uh, supposedly planning to retire at uh, in uh, two years, uh, two thousand twenty-three, then. And yeah, but anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, once he hits the, the free agent market, I'm pretty sure that Paul Pogba is going to, oh that Real Madrid is going to do whatever it takes to get him. So, I mean, they've they won him for several years. They go back to 2019. So, you know, of course, there's Kylian Mbappe. So just imagine. Oh, you know what? Nah, there you go. Imagine this. Next summer, Kylian Mbappe and Paul Pogba. Both are signed by Real Madrid. I mean, that's gonna be Christmas in that's gonna be Christmas in the Spanish capital for Real Madrid supporters. Now you got the f- three strong Frenchmen. You got two of them who are the future of the team. I mean, Paul Pogba still has the future, but you know, Paul Paul Pogba is, is gonna be 29. So you have Kylian Mbappe, Eduardo Camavinga, and Paul Pogba all playing alongside each other. I mean, this is gonna be a huge boost to Kylian Mbappe and Eduardo Camavinga, and for Pogba it It's actually going to bring back some hope, so he, so he can finish his career in the best way possible. So, so the future is a bit exciting. But as far as Paul Pogba goes, it's very tragic that he suffered this injury. But with the current situation, maybe maybe the injury could help him. So you know now that he you know he, he can heal. You know he, he can he can talk to other teams. Like he can start negotiating deals with other teams. You know with his agent. But I'm pretty sure they've already started that because, like I said, the last thing I'm going to say is is a reminder that. It's safe to say, his days at Manchester United are kaput. C'est fini. No more. And and I think this, he will not play and he will not suit up again for Manchester United. Because the injury is eight to ten weeks minimum. So playing it safe, he's out he's out for the rest of the year. Like the next time he'll probably be cleared to play a soccer again, it's gonna be in two thousand twenty two. And that folks, I can guarantee you. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time.